0: What's up y'all, it's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest and Guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. Now, I'm doing things here a bit different on this podcast, this you know channel station, uh, whatever you want to call it, this podcast, um, and I'm going to do two episodes per week, um, but that's only going to be for the well I won't say only for the show Insecure um because I think it, it one is it is one of my uh favorite shows that I'm watching right now one of the shows that I do watch when I do watch TV um but why I'm doing Insecure is because I think it's one of the few shows or one of the only shows really not just that I watch but just on TV really that um i can be a good discussion piece uh, between uh, people Uh, people who are mature enough to have these discussions now there's a lot of immaturity when I see people on and offline have these discussions about the show but um, that does not take away from the fact that I still think the show is a great discussion piece and because of that um, I want to do I want to just recap each episode so i already know we're two episodes in i saw i'm already i'm caught up it's not like i was lagging behind i saw the first episode and the second episode already um you know it it airs sundays at i may be getting it fucked up i think sundays at 9 p.m or 10 p.m on hbo if i'm getting it fucked up my bad isa but uh yeah, people, you just look that up, double check with Google or double check with, uh, you know, Insecure, the Insecure page on Twitter, if you want a uh, backup confirmation on when the show comes on. But just to get right into it, let's talk about episode one first, and then I'll get into just my overall thoughts about episode two. Mind you, these breakdowns or these recaps are going to be 100% my thoughts. That's number one, but you should have already known that if you listen to my podcast, you already know that, you know, I always share once percent of my thoughts. But these might these aren't going to be as in-depth as maybe some of your other favorite uh podcasters or some of your other favorite uh you know commentators who may comment on the same show insecure or any other show. Um that's not me. Uh, Well, I'm not them and they aren't me. I'm pretty sure there are things that they do better than I do. But I know for a fact there are things that I do better than they and most others uh, do as well. So I ain't tripping about it. If there's something that I'm missing that you feel as though you want to get from somebody else, you know, go go right ahead and go get that from somebody else. But here, you're going to get the truth, you're going to get honesty, you're going to get my perspective my perspective not the perspective of all black males or just all black people or just all males but my perspective, and yes I am coming from a perspective from someone who is a black male heterosexual male but once again you're getting my individual perspective so you can agree with it you can disagree with it all I want is for you to respect my my thoughts and opinions, and I want others to respect your thoughts and opinions as well. Um, that's that. I had to pre- preference that. I, I'm not going to preference that every recap episode, but since this is the first episode, I want to let y'all know how this is going to get down, just in case anybody listens to this and they, they decide, oh... They want to get disrespectful of some sort. nah, you could probably try that with the other podcasts that talk about this show, but not over here. not on this side. We're not gonna have the Battle of the Sexes arguments. We're not going to be disrespectful to black women or black men, gay men, gay, gay women, uh whoever. we're not gonna be disrespectful at all, okay, so that if that's what you're looking for, a gender sexuality war. Go to the other podcast and do that. I'm telling you that right now because, you know, if you come to me with that, that week sauce stuff, I'm just going to block you online. And if I know your account on whether, whatever, you know, you listen, to, well, I'm not going to block you from listening to the episode because one, you're, you're still going to listen, even though if I blocked you, um, that's going to be good, but we already five minutes in. I don't want to take up too much of y'all time. Um, but let's get into episode one. So, episode one, um, I like both episodes, don't get me wrong. I think episode two, um, was slightly better than episode one because it is looking like there's actually going to be a specific theme and story set to what Issa, um, said this season was going to be anyways, right, uh, and I know I'm talking about episode two real quick, but, uh, I'll get into one, but I remember when, uh, you know, promo for the show was, was promo, not for the show, but for this current season, season three was beginning, and, uh, one, it was announced that Lawrence wasn't going to be on the episode, on I me, mean, on this season, um, and Two, it was announced that this season was going to be focused more so primarily on, um, you know, uh, toxic masculinity, right? Now I'm gonna save those points. And what I got to say for that, for my episode two talk, let me get into episode one. Um, I mentioned that because I, I don't think episode one had anything to do really with toxic masculinity and the, the, uh, You know everything surrounding that. It was more so of what is Issa up to now. What's going on with our girl Issa? And I have no problem with that being the introduction to the first, uh, well, the brand new season uh, of the show. I have no problem with that at all. Um, If if there was a a hint of toxic masculinity, it again probably had to deal uh, with daniel and uh basically his uh him not i guess being too honest about his feelings toward isa or about isa whatever they are um but she was clearly not honest about her feelings toward or about uh daniel as well um and that seems to be a constant theme with isa uh, throughout this, this entire series, is she's never really been upfront with how she feels about anything, and her, her, and I won't say her dishonesty, but her lack of being, uh, you know, up front about her feelings got her in a lot of shit, as we've seen, um, that's probably how the writers are writing it, um, or the writer is writing the show I'm out to be. I'm not saying that's ruining the show, but it is, in a way, to me, three seasons in. And people take time to grow. Like, it, you know, it, it people expect growth to be this, you know, I won't say overnight thing, but over time thing where it's like, oh, growth only takes about a week. And it doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't take about a week. Uh, You know, some people take years to grow. Um, You know, three years is a long time to fix certain situations. But some situations may have to take a couple years, two, three years to actually uh, manifest into something better. So I'm not tripping off of that. Uh, I know the big discussion of, the, of episode one was how, uh, in quotation marks, disrespectful Daniel was for having sex with, you know, uh, women or just having sex with girls in his house and his bedroom while Issa is trying to fall asleep and lay on the couch. Uh, just, you know, in short answer, I do think it's inconsiderate of Daniel to do so but as I'm watching the episode I'm saying to myself it's his damn house right it's Daniel's damn house now I understand that when you have a guest at your house um, whether they're spending the night or they're just there for you know part of the day You should not just, you know, do things that you would normally do when you're there by yourself. I know that for sure. You know, uh, I tend to like to walk around my house with no shirt on, you know. But I won't do that when there's a guest around. It doesn't matter how well I know the guests. And I don't care if they've ever seen me with my shirt off or not. I just won't do that because that, to me, is just... uh, it is it's just a barrier thing, because it's like, I wouldn't want to go to their house, and they're they're shirtless, right, oh, I'm gonna be like, yo, can you, like, I know this is your house, and I can't tell you what to do at the end of the day, and yo, your crib, but, you know, if you're gonna offer me some food or something to drink, I would prefer you to have a shirt on, <laughs> Wow offer me that beverage or food or whatever cuz you know yeah it is just you know it, it's just kind i guess maybe i'm being weird about it uh, but i totally understand why the the people who are who are on the fence of woe heat that is inconsiderate but is it disrespectful for in Again, I'm not trying to get into the gender war things or whatever, but I feel as though if the shoe was on the other foot and Daniel was the one sleeping on Issa's couch and she was just in the room loud and the dude she was, you know, having sexual intercourse with was super loud too and Daniel was trying to go to sleep. A lot of the women that were just on this hate, Daniel hate train. Would be on the Issa training and, and then calling Daniel a bum ass nigga. And well, if he doesn't like that she's, you know, get her back blown out in her own fucking house, then he could get up and leave. You don't want to take that same sentiment with Issa. Meanwhile, y'all are choosing to ignore because I'm not saying y'all. Are, I'm not even going to say y'all forgetting. Y'all are purposely choosing to ignore that it was Issa who chose to go for Daniel's house. Now, granted, he could have said no and get the fuck out of my house. No, you're not staying here. I understand that fully, but I'm also not going to ignore, uh, just because, you know, it. The, the, I I I can recognize that the mo the more respectful thing to do in that situation is to say to the woman. If I was in that situation, right? You know, I bring my girl over. Uh, and for some reason, first of all, I wouldn't be in that situation cause I am not letting nobody, I don't care if we have history or we fucked before, you're not staying on the couch in my house. All right. And rent free at least like you're not staying rent free. I'm sorry. You're going to have to pay up some. I don't care if it's a measly little $5 a day or $5, you know, yeah, a day or so or a week or whatever. But you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm just not that considerate. Sorry. That's just a me. But let's just say if I was in that situation, I at least have the decency to say, yo, uh, I got this, you know, roommate here right now or someone staying on my couch. And, you know, if we're going to do this thing, I don't want to go back to my house. And because I personally don't even feel comfortable doing that, Uh, having sex in my own house while there's other people there. And again, this is my own place of stay. So if I don't even feel comfortable doing anything sexually while somebody's in the house, uh, imagine how the person who is there as a guest, (laughs) you know, feels about this situation. So I understand both sides of the argument. Um, you know, but you can't just run up in people's houses and start making rules, especially when you're a guest. Um, And again, I want to dead the gender wars shit, but I feel as though if the shoe is on the other foot, the same women and men who are saying things like, oh, he's just super disrespectful and blah, 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 and all that other shit, right? Um, I gotta remember to always turn my fucking volume down because they always interrupt me while I'm recording, once again, with text messages, but every time I'm just not doing shit, no messages from anybody, God. But anyways, uh, just to wrap up this segment, then I'll get into two. I don't, I want to dead the gender wars, but I'm not going to ignore the BS that I know will happen if their shoe was on the other foot. So... Long story short, people, or more of the story really, is uh, learn to think. For don't stop. One, stop the gender wars bullshit. But number one, uh, number two, put yourself in the other person's suit, shoe, um, in each other's shoes. Don't just put yourself in the woman's shoe because you all have because you're a woman yourself. Uh, put yourself in the man's shoes as well. All right. Your feet may not be as big as his his feet, but still, put yourself in his shoes, and, you know, understand where both sides are coming from. Yes, I do agree, that was much of Daniel to do, but it is his damn house. Alright, so now we on episode two, my recap for that, or my thoughts about that, and uh, like I was saying earlier that I thought it was slightly better than episode one. Not that I thought episode one was bad. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I enjoyed episode one. I enjoyed keeping up, uh, well, catching up with Issa and see what's going on with her life and rooting for her and for the success and everything. Um, obviously, with every episode, I feel as though, especially in these first two episodes of the third season, I want her to be more outspoken. And I feel like she is... Um, not being as outspoken um, as she should be because she's afraid that it's just going to either burn bridges or put herself in a, you know, a deeper hole than she is right now. Um, I can relate to Issa uh, like that I, when it comes to that. There's a lot of other ways, actually. I've, I can relate to uh, Issa's character. Uh, that could be, you know part of who Issa is and you know off off screen as well but the character that is portrayed that Issa is portrayed on the show uh, there are some ways I can relate to her so shout out to that but on to the recap of episode two uh, like I said I enjoyed it a little bit more than episode one because it actually went toward more this the theme that was stated Um, was going to be the theme of season three which was toxic male masculinity now that is something that i am interested in seeing how it's going to be handled on the show there i i'm not gonna lie i did have my assumptions of what's it going to be like like throughout this season But episode two started off very light with it. And I think it's going to build up until something bigger, obviously, because I don't think it's going to be as light as it was, um, in episode two, but it started off very light. It started off as something as small as Daniel, um, I won't say being a uh, be Daniel being afraid of just going up to another guy and you know saying hey man I would like to work with you. It, it wasn't I won't say he's afraid of that, but being reluctant to do that because as men we're, we're you know if we go up to you know somebody and do something as quote soft like that then we're seen as punks or we're weak or we're supposed to act like we got it twenty four seven like we're all that we're strong and we're. We're confident and shit. And, you know, I can tell you as a man, myself, as a black man, myself, that it's not always easy to go up to make a connection with somebody, especially when you want to initiate that connection. Uh, Now, his connection is obviously a work-related connection. He wants to work with this rapper because he says, yo, I think he, he feels as though he can elevate that rapper's sound. Um and make it better nothing wrong with that at all uh shout out to all the creatives out there that can envision something and want that something to happen i just want all the especially the male creatives to not be afraid to step forward and ask anyone any another guy or another uh woman that hey i would like to work together on this and you know be afraid of rejection now be, fear of rejection isn't something just males go through. Uh, women have a fear of rejection as well. But how it plays into this toxic male masculinity aspect is... Uh, for the, uh, I've never seen women who've had a fear of rejection try to put on a front for why they, you know why their fear or, or, you know, that fear should, should stop them from, um, elevating really, hopefully I'm explaining it correctly, uh, but with us guys, it's like I was saying before, we gotta, we act like we gotta have it. All we we're all that, and we're always strong, and we always got it. And you know, even if there's something we want, we know deep down inside we want, like a job opportunity, or you know, uh, an opportunity to work with somebody. We tend to act like ah, nah, it ain't nothing. You know, it ain't a big deal because we're afraid. One, we're afraid that it's not going to happen, and then the sadness that comes from that. Possible rejection, you know, and then amongst everything, d- be damned if you cry because of that. You know, what I'm saying if you're a guy and you cry because of that opportunity that you wanted so bad didn't happen to you, yeah, damned about that. But, um, you know, just that on top of this, we're always supposed to have it. And when I say, when I'm saying we're always supposed to have it, I mean, we're always supposed to be on our A game. Like, there is nothing that's supposed to stifle us. Nothing is... it. Every opportunity that we either got, um, we want, or everything we want, we're supposed to get. And we're not supposed to fail in that regard. Because we, f- if we do fail to get those opportunities, then we are bum-ass niggas. Or we are this, that, and the third. Um, now, I'm not saying that it is just women who... Uh, make men feel this way or make men feel inadequate to the point where we have to put on and when I'm saying we and you may not be that type of guy I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm you know all the way that type of guy fear of rejection yeah I can relate to that but I've never been the type that you know once I was uh rejected of something um I'm not going to be like, nah, it's cool, it's cool. I was always at least in tune with myself to say, yo, I th- I really wanted that opportunity. I didn't get it. I'm kind of fucked up right now because I didn't get that opportunity. But you know what? I'm going to keep pushing for that opportunity or I'm going to, you know, find something else and create something else. That's how, how I, I've been, Right. But I can totally re- relate to the fear of rejection. I 100% can relate to that still to this day. So um, the difference is, though, like I was saying, women, they're not told they're punks. They're not made to feel bad if they cry or show any uh, sadness because they didn't get an opportunity they, they wanted. Right. They're actually told to express those feelings And they're coddled for doing so. And I'm not saying that's a wrong thing, but I'm saying men, fellas out there, we need to stop making it seem as though that if a man shows any type of emotion because he is sad because there was an opportunity that in it, it's, it this isn't just for opportunity sake type of things this is for any anything if a man shows an emotion but i'm only speaking of uh you know opportunity based situations because that's the situation daniel found himself in um in episode 2 he wanted to work with this rapper so bad he was too reluctant to ask him to collab and stuff because he just he didn't feel like a man by doing so, right? Uh, that he needed Issa's help, uh, kind of, in a way to, to you know, build up some type of confidence and for Issa to distract the other producer so the other producer will not get in Daniel's way so Daniel can have that one-on-one conversation with that rapper. Uh, so... That was dope of Issa to do, by the way. I really love an encouraging, nice, sweet woman like that who will say, hey, I want to help you do this, that, and the third. And she it, she did it without judgment. She wasn't on some, man, you's a punk-ass nigga. You's a punk-ass bitch. Why are you so scared? Why are you being a pussy? She wasn't because I, you know, a, part of that uh, fear is, again... You know, uh, a, a lot of men may may you know do that shit too. But then when you have it, it's not good when you have women who 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 are supposedly. Uh, I'm not saying supposedly in a bad way, but you know this is how society views women as the more nurturing, caring people. And a lot of times that is true. So when you have someone who us who is of the nurturing. Uh, Caring, gender, calling you a punk ass, calling you a pussy because you're you're showing some type of nervousness uh, or fear uh, of rejection because you're because you know again in Daniel's situation you may be in a situation to where you're uh, there's a job opportunity or there's an opportunity to work with somebody but you're you're kind of nervous or reluctant to speak to that somebody because you're afraid of the backlash, right? If a woman is saying, man, you was a punk, you was a pussy, you did it, did it. Like that's obviously going to pack on some more, uh, you know, shit. That's that, that, that's just building up inside of you, right? That should not be there. Uh, so the fact of the matter is Issa was not that woman is what I'm saying. She was the total opposite of that woman she was you got this you, you 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 you're a dope producer you need to go talk to him you can definitely make his sound better real encouraging and obviously she was like you know his 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 tag team partner she handled the other problem while he handled his problem uh or got to you know handle his problem we don't know if that's going to uh you know unfold Uh, because we're only two episodes into the brand new season, but from my predictions, like I said earlier, I think it's going to get worse. I think the whole toxic masculinity and it's, uh, most of it is going to, uh, involve Daniel. Most of it. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say all of it. Maybe, uh, some of it is going to focus on other men as well. Uh, but most of it is going to focus on Daniel. And Issa, and that's probably going to cause some type of friction between Daniel and Issa as well. Um, again, my predictions because Issa isn't the type of woman who is going to call some a man. Well, on the sh- on the show, I don't know her personally, but I don't get this vibe too much from her personally, anyways. I mean, yeah, off the show as well. But I don't think she's the type of woman, on or off camera, that's going to call a man a punk or a pussy or this, that, and the third. Because he's showing some signs of nervousness, right? That's just the vibe I don't get. But uh, ultimately, uh, uh, you know, some sometimes a lot of guys, uh, a lot of times actually, a lot of guys will take out those frustrations on the good women like Issa. And, you know, that's obviously going to be hard for me to watch, but... It's reality. That's what the show deals with at the end of the day. It deals with reality. Um, that's probably one of the other things that I love so much about the show is it's a real ass show. So uh, that's just my recap for episode two. As you just heard, the recap for episode one. Um, typically, I won't do two recaps in one. It just so happened that I decided to do this recap or that, you know, the recap of Insecure. This week and, you know, this past Sunday, uh, episode, whatever you listen to this podcast and stuff, I might upload the same day. I'm like, y'all know right now, today is Thursday. So this is the Thursday after episode two aired. So I already saw episode, uh, one before that. And then I saw episode two that day. So, you know, it's Thursday and then this Sunday coming up episode three will air, um uh, so just to let y'all know it's not going to be two recaps unless you I have an off week because I'm super busy cuz my fucking job but um yeah or something else is getting in the way but um I don't expect to do two recaps per episode it's usually going to be one so I don't get, so calm down if you're like, "Yeah, it's so long and you want to complain about the length of this episode." Just be reminded that I'm talking about episode one and two. Just my thoughts on episode one and two in this episode. Next episode, most likely it will just be three, episode four, four, and so on and so forth until the end of the season as well. Um, uh, you know, obviously. Again, I only see myself doing this for the show Insecure because of this discussion. I'm not saying that's the only show that I feel as though is worth talking about, but um, it is probably the most prominent and the other shows that I feel as though at least worth the discussion or the other show I would say Pose at least I didn't really have the recap idea for that and plus Pose's season just ended last month I believe uh so um that show is not going to come back till next year so if I decide to do that or any other show recap then you will hear about it but This has been another episode of Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Make sure to either, if you just tune into these uh, recaps for my weekly recaps, I appreciate that. I mean, I would love it more if you tuned in to my other episodes as well. But even if the season ends and you decide, well, I only like listening to your recaps. And you still want to discuss, you know, the show Insecure you know, offline, you know, somewhere else, I'm all game for that, so just hit me up on any social media site, as always, hit, hit up the link down below, I just looked at the link, by the way, if anybody's, you know, I guess, looking, um, hopefully, once again, hopefully the link is on whatever streaming platform you're listening to this podcast to, hopefully it's there. I look before recording this episode, I was looking anyways, I was looking on the anchor app and, uh, you know, the amounts stem from a dollar or $5 or $10 per month. Again, if that is an issue with you, any of those amounts, first of all, you can choose of any of the three, but if that's still an issue with you, uh, just let me know, and I'll let the people over at Anchor know, and hopefully things will change. But I I do have a PayPal account as well, um, so if that's somewhere you want to donate to, hit me up, and I'll leave the link. I'll give you the link, and then you could donate any amount because that would be any amount is appreciated appre- appreciated. Appreciated by me. Alright, so let me shut up right now because my mouth getting dry. But uh till next time, until next episode, you hear from me when you hear from me. Peace out.